Welcome back to Kindly Gifted Season 4. I am so excited to have you along for the ride. No matter how it is that you tell your story, whether it's through your personality and influence or through your business and products, you have me in your pocket as your creative director on Speed Dial. Season four is filled with even more deep dives of how our favorite brands have built their success, how our favorite public figures and people of influence have built their personal brands, and also more insight from incredible guest experts to join me in having these powerful discussions. So thank you so much for continuing to tune in and supporting the show. And let's get into this episode, shall we? Let's talk about mentor-mentee relationships and some myths around it because there are some shady shit happening with like mentorships and I think it's because people don't really talk about certain myths that we're going to address, okay? Everybody be sipping on the tea, but they don't be sharing the tea. So we're going we're gonna to do it. Um, before I get into that, however, I quickly want to know how much I love that y'all have been enjoying the episode on picking people's brains and respecting boundaries on that end. And I, and I want to dive a little deeper into a point that I've been discussing privately with some of you. And that is why is a creative so adamant about not letting people pick their brains? Um, creatives, the, the consequences that come from a creative letting somebody pick their brain are very akin to an attorney allowing somebody to pick their brain. So for an attorney, for an example, and it's very industry standard and very normalized for you to pay anywhere between, you know, $250 to $350 for like a 30-minute consult with an attorney. And the reason you do that is because they otherwise, if they were to do it for free, one, like legally cannot give legal advice. That would be considered legal advice, right, if it's done for free. Uh, which would make them liable for certain things if you were to act upon it, right? Two, um, they have a license that they pay on a particular time increment to renew, right? I promise I'll get to the point of why this is applicable to creatives. Um, Three, it narrows their pool of clientele. So if you were to tell an attorney something, some skeleton in your closet that concerns Susie, that attorney you just told this to, that attorney cannot go and represent Susie anymore. And you may ultimately say, you know what, girl, I don't want to take this to court or I don't want to do anything about it. So they, you don't want to pursue legal action with this and they can't represent Susie. So it just becomes, they just lose money at that point because they lose clientele. Um, So bringing that back to creatives, why is it that creatives are adamant about not letting people pick their brains? I'll speak for myself. Um, As a creative, if I were to let you pick my brain for free. One, not only does it show you that I don't value my time, which anybody who ever asks you to pick your brain, they don't value your time to begin with. So that conversation doesn't even need to happen. You can just assume they don't care about your time. Two, my bread and butter is my are my ideas. Okay. So 
if I agree to letting you pick my brain, I'm essentially handing over my bread and butter to you for free. Just here you go. The thing that that I make a living off of, I just devalued now. And that's the problem that I see if a creative does offer their, you know, intellectual property up for free in an attempt to let somebody pick their brain it not only devalues your expertise as an individual it devalues the expertise of the entire industry that's the problem so no I do not let anybody pick my brain um have time on my calendar I opened up my calendar to you know have 30-minute sessions with anybody who has burning questions or things they want prioritized that they want a second opinion on or they want, you know, diagnostics done on or they want advice on or this is their desire to do a vibe check with me because they want to hire me for a long-term project, what have you, whatever the purpose is, you want my you want my time, this is the condition, right? So it's very similar to how an attorney operates and that's really because I want to protect my intellectual property and feel like I'm being compensated fairly for it, but also um, be able to create a safe space for my clients to share their ideas as well because if somebody does book a call to pick my brain, I have a non-disclosure clause in there, meaning that I cannot talk about what you have told me unless I have your permission in writing. Okay, so that's, to me, that's very important. It's not just out of respecting me. It's actually a mutual respect for myself and the person that, that, that booked time with me and my client, right? So um, that's why a lot of creatives do not char or do not offer, you know, a, a free opportunity to pick their brain. So Speaking of time being the most important asset, um, this is also why mentors are so great. It's because mentors can save you a ton of time when it comes to a particular area of expertise or um, securing a particular opportunity or, you know, networking. They, all of these things are a long game, building a career, building a network, um, getting opportunities. It, it's all a long game, but it can be shortened with the right connections. And, and that's where mentors are able to come in. Um, first, I guess, myth, and these are things I wish somebody told me because I really thought that mentorship and that entire relationship was very similar to, like, Jesse Eisenberg and Justin Timberlake in The Social Network playing Mark Zuckerberg and the founder of Napster. That's literally what I thought it was, which is not true. Um, So the first thing I will say is there is never a formal establishment of... This is not, well, I guess the myth would be in this particular situation that there is like you formally established that this person is your mentor and you were their mentee. Never. Um, You may have heard people say, don't ever ask somebody to be your mentor. It's true. Don't do it. Because, and the reason why is because it'll happen naturally. It's one of those types of relationships that you just kind of click. And I compare my the relationships I have with my mentors and, and my mentees as like friendships. My mentors and I, um, the mentors that I have now actually found me through social media and were people that were appreciating my content and enjoyed it. And then after a while, we're like, wait, I'd love to meet you or I'd love to talk with you or maybe we can find a way to work together or something. And we got on a call or we met or they hired me or whatever. 
and it just blossomed into like a personal relationship where we shared mutual interests about things or we were um, exchanging ideas and conversation around particular topics that we both had mutual interest in and swapped phone numbers, swapped contact info, send each other memes, voice notes, shit talk. Like it's literally friendships. Um, But at the same time, you acknowledge that you can come to this person with professional questions and that's okay with them. That is a open channel of communication and that's that. Funnily enough, with my mentors, I am also in a sense a mentor to them, which is kind of my next myth is that your mentor does not have to be older than you. So I have mentors, most of my mentors are older than me. However, um, they have identified me as somebody that they can come to for marketing expertise and ideas and questions. And so we mutually benefit each other, which then comes back to point number one, like how is that not a friendship then in some sense, like an industry friendship that you would have with any other person in the field, in your field. So that's kind of what it is. There's never this formal establishment of like, this person's my mentor, I'm their mentee. At no point was there like a formal pitch of like, can you be my mentor? Like none of that ever happened. Um, the first time, particularly with one of my mentors that we even had this conversation was when I introduced him to other contacts of mine as my dear friend and mentor, after which he circled back and was like, that's very generous that you think of me as such. But I'm like, but, but that's what it is, you know? (laughs) But, um, yeah, they're definitely not as formal of relationships, I think, as they're often painted out to be. And they're not as hierarchical as they're painted out to be. I also have mentors or people that I would consider like mentors of mine or experts that I value who are also friends of mine, but they're definitely more knowledgeable in a certain area than than I am, um, who are younger than me. So it doesn't, there's not like your mentor has to be older than you by no means at all. And they don't, ha- even if they're older than you, they don't have to be significantly older than you. If somebody's talented and they have expertise and you want to learn from them or they've identified that they want to help you with something and they're, they see your talent and your potential, like the, the age part, like how many years they've spent in an industry doesn't really matter so long as they have the credentials and the resume to like, and, and the true knowledge and experience to back it up. Um, but yeah, so the, the formalities around that, they're were never really established. It was just kind of known. It was just kind of implied. Um, From the perspective of somebody who is also a mentor, because I do have mentees, um, I did that exact same thing where I just, I just saw the potential. I'm like, oh my God, if somebody just kind of like steered you in the right direction, just a little bit, you could flip the world upside down. Um, And a lot of my relationships with my mentees started with questions like, hey, um, could you recommend some books to read on this thing? Like there was not like, can you be my mentor? Like none of that. It was like, can you recommend some books about marketing or branding or advertising? And I would send over a list and then 
maybe two months later, they're like, oh, I'm applying to this ad program that you mentioned in your other video. Would you mind writing a letter of recommendation for me? And I'm like, yeah, dude, let's go. Um, so they're not formal <laughs> by any means. I'm not over here like, you know, formally emailing back and forth or have this like hierarchical thing with any of my mentees either. Like they DM me or text me and there's no weird formalities. Um, that being said also is a huge red flag I see in people offering mentorship is that they charge for it. And I like nothing about that. Um, you shouldn't be charging to mentor somebody. Mentorship is a very selective process. From a mentor's perspective, you are identifying that somebody has potential and talent and you have the knowledge and the desire to help them. And you want to invest your time in cultivating the generation's up-and-coming talent. Like, that's literally what it is. So at no point should you be charging for mentorship. It's such a scam. When I see people do that, I'm like, oh my god. I'm rolling my eyes so far back into my head that I can see my brain. Like... There's so many ethical lines that are blurred at that point. Mentorship is very selective. That is the one thing that I will agree with when I saw the social network that I think really is very consistent in the way that my mentors have found me and the way that I have found my mentees. It's a very selective process. And there have been people that have come to me and been like, can you be my mentor? And I'm like, no. (laughs) Like, I just... And I'll be upfront and say that because if I just don't feel like there's like a click there, like a, a, a vibe, then there's no point for me to mentor you. Um, cause then I'm just investing time and energy into somebody that I either, I just don't see it me personally, or you may actually be looking for a totally different person and you're putting all of your energy into me when instead you should be rerouting to somebody else, which in that particular case, I'll be like, I think a better fit for you might be somebody like this instead. Um, and then going into the back of my network and, and putting their information on somebody else's radar, you know? So, um, charging for mentorship is a big no, no. <laughs> That's not mentorship at that point. That's coaching. And those are drastically different things um, in terms of their intention. Because mentorship relationships are not transactional in that sense. Are sometimes like, is there some sweat equity put into mentorship relationships? Yes, 100%. This is, you know, short-term pain, quote-unquote. It shouldn't be painful, though, by the way. If you feel like you're your mentor-mentee relationships, no matter what side of the equation that you're on, are painful, then you need to get the fuck out of there. But it's a short-term, like, we'll use the term, like, quote, like, in air quotes, pain, long-term gain, meaning that you're investing your your time and, and expertise into somebody because you know that in the long term, they're going to fucking kill it in this industry. Or they're going to be an incredible asset to your company. Um, for example, my, some of my mentors have pitched like co-founder roles to me. Or um, employment roles to me. Or advisor roles to me in exchange for like equity. Or um, a certain compensation package. Or what have you. Because they're like 
that was something that they have identified as an opportunity that we could work together or a way that we could continue furthering our relationship in that capacity. Um, and I have done the same thing by the way, too. Um, so my mentees as well. So it's, it's, it's a little different from a friendship, you know, in, in some senses, because you know that there are certain benefits that you can, you're kind of in, in this relationship with a mentor for like networking purposes and, you know, they're a little black book of contacts or opportunities or whatever, but that person is, is investing time into you and you are not compensating with them other than the biggest return that you give them is that you actually succeed in whatever field it is that they're helping you in. Um, so it's kind of an interesting relationship, but I will say I've been fairly lucky for me to be friends with my mentees and, and, um, be friends with my mentors. Cause I think it makes the relationship a lot easier to navigate. It makes it less transactional. It makes it less formal, less hierarchical and more personal. And, and that's why I'm so selective with the people that I let into my life as a mentor and the people that I choose to, to, uh, see as my mentees, because I don't want it to feel painful for anybody involved. I don't want this to feel mandatory. Some people don't need men- mentors and mentees. I don't know. For me personally, I think we can all benefit from that kind of support, but um, they're, they're definitely, I think the one takeaway, if you can take anything away from this, is that they just naturally click. These relationships naturally form. And that's why I call it a friendship is because for me personally, the friends that I value the most are friendships that just kind of naturally happened. Um, and same thing with with mentors is it should be quite effortless in terms of seeing eye to eye and and um, the way that you perceive each other but I highly recommend getting a mentor I, I wish I was more open to it earlier in my career I wish I didn't think that it was this like thing that one day maybe I could I would be lucky enough to get and I think that's why it's so important to me to contribute in some capacity to be a mentor whether Um, I've done so within, you know, advertising programs. I've done so at ad agencies. I've done so within employment roles that I've had. I've always wanted to be more than just somebody's manager or somebody's, you know, boss. I've, I've wanted to, or, or coworker, I wanted to help in any way I could. And that was really important to me because I wish I had that earlier. And maybe I wish I was a bit more open-minded to it earlier, but, um, yeah, if you are looking for a mentor, keep your eyes open. I think for somebody that has genuinely identified you as somebody they could help and they have the best absolute intentions in doing so. And, um, somebody who's very personally invested into you, not just somebody who is, sees this as like a transactional relationship, but anyways, hopefully this was helpful and Best of luck in your mentor-mentee relationships. Thank you so much for taking this show to 16,000 plus streams in just a short period of time. I am forever grateful. Our next goal for Kindly Gifted is to dominate these motherfucking charts. And for that, I need your help. If you could do me a quick favor and click follow or subscribe on the platform that you're listening on and drop a quick rating of what you think of the show, that would greatly help us climb the charts because transparently speaking, that's the only way that we can do it. 
I need you to click follow, click subscribe, and again, drop a quick rating of what you think of the show. And let's get us to number one. Thank you again so much and tune into the episode. If you're listening to this, it means you've reached the end, and I'm so grateful that you tuned in to another episode of Kindly Gifted. If you don't mind to give this show your honest rating and review, I'd greatly appreciate it, and click follow or subscribe to keep up with new episodes. If you want to chat about what you just heard in this episode, I'm all ears. You can find me on Instagram at Katarina Tarantiva or on TikTok with the same handle, and I'll link both of them in the show notes below. If you want to chat with me one-on-one or maybe get some accessible resources on how it is that you can create invigorating marketing for your brand or develop your personal presence online as a person of influence, check out my stand store. I'll also link that in the show notes and there's more goodies coming your way. So don't forget to bookmark the link as well. Anyways, that's my spiel and I'll see you in the next episode.